Well, hello there. It's a weekend update, an update on the balloon. Big balloon. It's a balloon. <laughs> Would you I'm like to fly in my beautiful balloon? 99 <laughs> love balloons. Da, 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 da. I'm not I'm not her, but uh, yeah, 99 we, love balloons. Well, there was not. Well, there really wasn't one. I think there, you, you mentioned there were two, and I'd heard that too. They said yesterday morning they thought there might be two then nobody else talked about the second one for the rest of the day and now if you look at the different news sites they're not talking too much about the balloon it's like everybody's got okay it's a balloon it's flying over the country who cares yeah well you know the interesting thing is today is saturday yesterday friday the day before you know of thursday mm -hmm. And, you know, they kind of started talking about it late Thursday and Friday, and that was all over the place. You know, everybody, and I think everyone is, you know, not subtly, but really pissed about this. I agree. Because it is, it is, they've, they've violated our airspace, and what are they doing? And you know they're lying through their teeth on it, but apparently it dates all the way back to Monday. Mm. So what happened to the news cycle? What happened to the government? They knew about it. They saw it coming. You know, and what we look like are, uh, it looks like our, our, our military generals in, in D.C. are a bunch of bumbling buffoons. Absolutely. It also sends a message to the world that uh, China owns Joe Biden. Oh, he's bought and paid for. Yep. Has been. You know, they had an opportunity, Bill, to bring it down off the coast of Alaska over the Aleutian Islands. They had a, a chance to bring it down as soon as it came across the border into Montana, because even the governor of Montana said there isn't a more rural spot in the country than that spot that they could have brought it down in. In the woods of Montana, nobody would have gotten anything. But they Well, they're making light of this balloon. Ah, oh, you know, it's a private balloon. It lost its way. Yes, it's like a child that lost its yeah. way. Yes, you've seen that thing. Looking at its trajectory and and how it's gone and made big circles and everything they're steering that thing around and they're showing off what yep. they can do with it and you can't hear it and apparently we were too blind to see it now it was china that first invented uh, the balloons and they they used like a, a wick that was lit to heat it and steer, yeah. steer it with that i'm sure it's more sophisticated now oh sure i i can only imagine they can use gravity to uh you know, or magnetics to sit there and uh, steer and maneuver the thing. They, they have. They could put. Have you seen the array that hangs underneath it? Of, uh, of uh, it looks like solar panels, and yeah. if if you put small uh, jetsons on them, you know, little little jet motors to nudge the balloon in different directions, it wouldn't take much to to change the course. Yeah. Or how about something that does heat resistance? It's, let's just say the ambient ten temperature is 38 degrees. You know, what would push you away from that 38 degrees? You know, the, you could use the elements to sit there and probably steer and maneuver. It's a balloon. Hey, let's talk but, about, let's talk about deception on the part of our government. First of all, they didn't tell us about it, like you said, until what, the day before yesterday, we, late, we started to hear about a balloon. Yesterday, yeah. they talked about it like it was a news story. And today, like you said, Saturday, it's like, where's the stories on this? Where are the updates? Where is this balloon? Um, interesting thing 
They said that it was over Kansas City, Missouri yesterday. But when they were saying that, in Yellowstone County, Montana, or Billings, Montana, yesterday afternoon, there are pictures and videos of what looks like an explosion and something falling out of the sky. And it must fall maybe uh, two miles. You can see this contrail of of uh, smoke into the woods outside of Billing, behind the house, actually. You don't know where it lands, but they didn't say that it hit any objects. The thing is this. What, was that the second balloon that they were talking about that they stopped talking about? Did they bring that one down? Or is that the first one? And did they and line then where it? the hell is the second one? Well, that's true, too. Is, or is there a second one? Do you know that they also said that an airline pilot flying into Kansas City yesterday said he almost flew into it. He almost, he said something along the lines of, there's a stray balloon out here. You know, he was, he was relaying the message back to the tower that there's something uncontrollable up, up, up here, and he almost flew into it. I don't know who's telling who the truth, but by the way, they well, also— Well, let's, let's play devil's advocate okay. with that. Let's say they would have hit that with that plane, that balloon. Not the pilot's fault, not pilot error. They would you know, Some attorney somewhere would take the thing, well, it was the pilot's fault. He, he's in charge of everything. No, that would be China's fault. Well, absolutely. Now, would they be responsible financially to the airline company, for the plane, to all the families for compensation? Technically, yes, but would they be? I, I doubt it. No, so they, we would pay for it. They even called it. They called it. The Chinese called uh, the situation an extraordinary situation. Actually, the term they used was forced majeure, an extraordinary situation, meaning that it was a private company. It was a private Chinese company that had the balloon in the air. It was doing meteorological surveys, and they had no control of where this balloon went, and they apologized. How many privately owned companies are there in China? Thousands. All right. But I don't believe that. I, you know, why would they fly a weather balloon over here to weather uh, to measure that? You can get you can get everything you want to know off of their satellites and our satellites, and you know they can monitor our satellites. Mm-hmm. What they're also saying now is, yesterday afternoon, another balloon was spotted in in Latin America. I didn't. I don't know where in Latin America this balloon was. There's another balloon south of us. And then they said there was one in Japan last month. Now, here's the problem with all of this. It's like they're trying to water down the problem with, oh, don't worry about it. These are commonplace. They're all over the place. I think, oh, this balloon, if it stays on course now, will travel over Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and I got to wonder. We don't know the. We know that there's radio gear in the bottom of it. Bottom of it. We don't know the makeup of what's inside of it. You know, like the thing that maybe was shot down. I would be on the ground side right there. I would look for bodies, because if you find a body in one, that changes the whole scope of everything. Boy. If it was manned, you know, you know. But who's to say? You know, um, but they they open up a, a big can of worms of questions. Let's just get one thing out of the <clears throat> off the table right now. This is not an accident. This was a purpose. Yep. And there was there there was intent here to do something. And they are they were spying. They they've done this forever. They always spy. But they they had intent for this. Now whether it was a distraction maybe to get us to look another way while they sit there and get ready to invade Taiwan, uh maybe they're getting ready to drop a pathogen 
in the airwaves right. uh, that we shoot it down, you know, the pathogen gets released, and we'll know about it when everyone starts having their, uh, you know, um, their left arm fall off, you know, or whatever. Right. Somebody said, what happens if they do it now and they, they test us and they, okay, there's no problem, there's no uh, justice, it just travels and that's fine. Then in about two months they do it again, and then they do it again. After a while it becomes commonplace, and there's no there's no problem when it flies over. And then one day, like you said, when they've lulled they us into sleep, it. they do something to us that's nefarious. Yep. Yeah. No. They, yeah, they, they could be softening us up for it, and we just go, oh, those stupid, funny Chinese people. Um, and it, it would be interesting to talk to Chinese citizens here in the United States uh, just to sit there and see how they feel about it. I know. Or, you know, uh, do they feel about it? Do they not feel about it? I'd like to know how they feel about it, because if they think it's funny, if they think it's a joke, well, here's a joke for you. Get the hell out of here. Now, I if I were in charge, if it were me, if I were the president of the United States, and I wouldn't have sat there and listened to the general saying, oh, we can't shoot it down or anything like this. If I said to shoot it down, you shoot it down. Yep. I don't know that I would have given that order, but I would have told the Chinese, you land the thing right now. That's number one. Number two, give up Taiwan. Number three, the Seventh Fleet is now in the Straits, and we've got subs there, and we give you five minutes. If you don't do what I ask you to do in five minutes, Say bye-bye Beijing. Say bye-bye Hong Kong. I'll take out your major cities. You want this? I'll give it to you. You part, you, you picked a party with the devil. That's me. Mm -hmm. I would have said to the I would have said to the troops, knock it down. Take it down now. Don't mm -hmm. don't start double questioning. Just bring it down and we'll deal with the problem when it's on the ground. And if we find out that there are pathogens in there, you are in serious trouble, China. That's what I would have said. The other thing well, is, I would have told him that before. I would say we're in the process of taking it down. If there's pathogens in there, you will get a new. You'll get an isotope. Mm -hmm. There you go. And you know the tit for tat. But I would sit there. Nuclear, uh, nuclear, uh, nuclear uh, deterrents are just for that. It is. It is to sit there and make you think twice before you do something stupid. Inter not interesting thing, Bill. Yesterday, the the Russians announced. I don't mean to veer off course here, but it's kind of related. Uh, it, but it goes to the weakness of our administration. You know, the Chinese are seeing how soft we are and how much they can push us. The Russians announced yesterday that they're going to have war games very soon with China and South Africa. And they're going to use in the war games, they're going to introduce as a regular weapon, the hypersonic uh, Zircon, I believe, uh, a missile. They're going to mm -hmm. show it off for the world. It goes 7,000 miles an hour, Bill. 7,000 miles an hour. This thing, it, it hauls. Now, you got to hope we have an answer for that, but you better, you better have a, a very quick answer because 7,000 miles. What it says to me is that the Russians figure, okay, the Chinese are testing you. We're going to test you too. Yeah, All of on, our enemies. through my notes. We do have an answer for that. Because uh, we just tested something of ours. And uh, keep talking here. I'll find you. Okay. Yeah, we're well, talking here. I think that while you're looking for that, I'm going to play uh, a segment from mm -hmm. Tucker Carlson. He was talking about right. the balloon, too. He's now tracking a very high-altitude Chinese spy balloon over the nor northern United States. Apparently, it's over Montana right now. You're seeing photographs of that balloon on your screen. The Pentagon has decided for some reason not to shoot down the balloon 
even though they say it's flying over some, quote, sensitive sites. So there are intercontinental ballistic missile silos in that area. What is this? Joining us now is Jamil Jaffer from the National Security Institute. Um, Jamil, thanks so much for coming on. This, you know, presidents make a lot of complicated decisions. This doesn't seem complicated. There's a Chinese spy balloon. Why not shoot it down? What do you think is happening here? Yeah, it's a great question, Tucker. You know, what's really interesting about this incident is that the Defense Department has made clear that this isn't the first time that we've seen Chinese spy balloons over U.S. territory in the past. What's interesting about this particular incident is the fact that we've called it out, we've made it public, and that they actually froze the airspace over Billings, Montana, and put planes up thinking about taking the shot. Now, why they didn't take the shot, why they didn't take it down, hard to know, Tucker. But it's worth noting, back in 2001, the Chinese forced down an American spy plane on Hainan Island, kidnapped U.S. airmen, airwomen, for a number of days and stole a bunch of surveillance assets off that plane. Now, that was over almost two decades ago. So you, you, you almost answered my question. Do you think if the, the American Pentagon floated a spy balloon over Chinese missile bases that Chairman Xi would say, you know, I'm, just, I'm not really sure how to respond. Maybe we should just let it keep floating. Yeah, look, I think that's highly unlikely. I mean, you saw Nancy Pelosi went to Taiwan uh, just a few months back, and Kevin McCarthy is going to uh, Taiwan shortly, and the Chinese were threatening to shoot down Nancy Pelosi's plane. So, you know, uh, it's clear that the Chinese would take action. It's surprising that we're not. I, you know, you want to be as fair as you can in situations like this because there's so much we don't know, but and you're tempted to leap the conclusion these people are completely impotent, but it, could there be a good reason they're not shooting it down? Well, you know, you could say that they wanted to see where it's going to go, what it's trying to track. Is it looking at our ICBMs? Is it looking at something else? They may be collecting information off of it, too. So there's a possibility there are good reasons for not shooting it down. But it is odd that you would announce it, make it clear that you've seen it, and then not take action. Well, that's exactly right. It's such a smart observation. I appreciate it. Jamil Jaffer, thank you so much. Thanks, Tyler. And uh, yesterday, uh, Anthony Blinken announced he was uh, canceling his scheduled trip to Beijing. Uh, that was supposed to be this weekend. I'm sure mm-hmm. Beijing was absolutely disappointed by that. Yeah, oh, you know, they don't care, and we shouldn't care either. You know, first of all, we should sit there and say, you know, China, you don't want to play on on a level table. So let's just do this. Let's cut off all ties, all trades. We're not going to buy anything Chinese anymore, and keep your hands off of Taiwan. It's not yours, by the way. Well, see, you're, right, saying, you're saying stuff that Donald Trump would say and has said. If you don't do this, we'll do that. This guy That's Biden, exactly what I do, and I wouldn't give a damn. I wouldn't give a rat's ass about the squad, about Schumer. I wouldn't give a damn about any Democrat or even any any rhino. Yesterday, I would do what I have to do, and I would make this promise. And I'm not running for president, but I'd sit there and say, you give me one term, and I'll get the damn job done. And you're probably not going to like me, but it'll get done. Well, yesterday, Biden was in a press conference talking about how he brought the economy way back, which is absolutely a joke by itself. We're still headed towards a recession, but he's living in a delusional world. But that's a, that's a story for the program on Monday, maybe. But mm-hmm. as he was leaving the stage, the only question that was screamed out by the masses were questions about this balloon, and he completely ignored them just turned his back, didn't hesitate, and walked off the stage. And this is the attitude that he has right now about the whole situation. He's keeping the people, you and I, confused and in the dark. We're not being told the truth about where it is, 
what it is and what it's doing. Did you see the look on his face when he did it? He just looked at you like, yeah, I hear you. I know what you're talking about. I'm not going to give you an answer. I'm not going to give you the answer you want. I'm not going to answer you because he is caught with his pants down. But over the weekend, right now, he's sitting there with his handlers that are going to tell him how he can take this story and twist it. And somehow it'll be a right uh, a to the right problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, change the subject here. Back to your 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 Russian hypersonic uh, jet. What do they say that the does, Zircon? It does? It's a hypersonic seven thousand miles an hour. Well, so. then it does beat what the United States has got. Our new hypersonic is called the Quarter Horse, mm-hmm. and it does Mach five, which is if I'm re- if I'm right about this, about thirty eight hundred miles an hour. Well, that's pretty fast. That's pretty darn fast. Yeah, I mean now. There's no doubt about it. Well, actually, there is doubt about it. Um, a lot of things have changed since Biden took over. There were, you know, we were on the, you want to be on the bleeding edge of te- technology. You want to be the guy that's one step ahead and everybody's playing catch up. And in two years, we've gotten behind. And it's amazing how far behind we've gotten. But we are there. I mean, the Royal Navy has now got a supercarrier that they got ported here in the United I States heard about to show that. it off. Yeah. And it's a beautiful ship. Now, they have the lift, you know, where the the, ramp. Know, the, the upslant. We don't yep. need that because of the way the, the systems we got. And our ships are really incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can they can detect a launch against them from around the world, you know, the the entire circumference, and answer it. But apparently, you know, the Brits have got that too, and they've got a very, they got some very nice ships. In other words, now they're an ally, but we've let people surpass us. Why? Well, you know, this goes back to what we talked about last week about the uh, the laser weapons that we have. Uh, mm-hmm. A laser is the speed of light or faster, right? So, is Put in them on ships, is yeah. that the answer to the hypersonic? Is something like that? Can they? Target and fire a laser to take out a hypersonic missile? Not if Joe has anything to do with it. I mean, come on. <laughs> he can't make a decision. I know. I know. We 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 are chasing a balloon, a freaking balloon. We're chasing a, hey, uh, it's a balloon. We're in trouble. Run. Yeah, come on. This is the I United know. States, and we're sitting there pulling up our skirts. Well, you know, I, I happen to agree with you. I would have taken it down. And uh, I wouldn't have thought twice about it. President Trump issued a statement yesterday. He said, bring the darn thing down. He didn't say darn thing. He said, shoot it down. Three words, shoot it down. And this guy in the White House, he can make a serious decision. Well, you know what? Shoot it down. And then after we've gone through all the rubble, put it on a put it on a bomber. Get, fire up one of the old B-52s or fire... Fire up, uh, you know, the the, the new uh, version of that. Fly right. it at high altitude, go way up high. And when you get over the capital of China, put it all in a crate. Mm-hmm. You know, your balloon, put a bow on it and drop it. There's your joke. Well, they, they have uh, little respect for our country. I'm talking about China. And that respect grows smaller and smaller each day that... Biden is in office because he has no guts. He his biggest uh, his biggest uh, uh, challenge is to how how confused and how in the dark he can keep his own people. You know, it's not like whether he can take on the Chinese and beat them. It's how he can 
he can bamboozle the people in the United States. And I would say he's been doing a, for, for a certain element of us, a good job. Other, some of us don't have never believed he's been the president. Now, I'm, I'm one of these guys that thinks that he's there illegitimately. But there are other people who look at the situation and say, oh, he's a great president. I'm so glad he got in. Um, anyway, that, that situation in Billings yesterday afternoon, the Yellowstone County Sheriff believes unknown object captured on camera over Billings is, quote, legitimate, but he doesn't know what it is. So, and I would, that would say to me that the military must have gotten to it first. And, and they that, were waiting for it. They got it. It shot down. They scarfed it up yep. because they don't know what it is. We are so intelligent that we're stupid, and we're showing how remember, dumb we really are. We've been living a lie. In 1965, an unknown object crashed in Kecksburg, Pennsylvania. Yes. And when that happened, the military cordoned off the area within an hour. They kept everybody out of the, the uh, neighborhood. They literally mm-hmm. kept people who lived in the, in the area away from their homes. They, they went in, got the object, put it on a flatbed truck, covered it up with a tarp, took it away, and nobody's talked about it since. We don't know what that was. And that's not the, they also had a plane crash, a B-25 crash, in the Monongahela River back, I want to say it was like 1956, it crashed overnight into the, Mono- the Mon River, the Mon- Monongahela River outside of Pittsburgh, and the military, within an hour, an hour and a half, had a barge and crane. Mm-hmm. They picked it up, put it on a flatbed truck, took it away, didn't talk about it ever again. So they have a history of doing things like this. The thing in Roswell, New Mexico, another example. thing crashed in 1947 in Roswell. We don't know what the heck it was. Some people speculate. But the military first... first Said it was a, a spacecraft. They what said year it. was that? that? That was 1947. They what fir- year did the SR-71 come out? I'm not sure. That's a good question. I thought it was like uh, 1960, 61. And, and uh, the, the metal on the balloon changed shape, right? It was a straighten out. It was a memory uh, metal. They, you could literally squeeze it into a, uh, a little ball, and then you release it and it would go back to its original shape with no creases. And the SR-71, when it takes off, when it's on the ground, it leaks like a, sliv, a sieve, but right. when, when it takes off and it, it gets up to what it's supposed to do, well, the metal transforms into its tightened down, battened down the hatches shape. We should also point out that uh, in 1960, uh, one of the metal companies, one of the chemical companies came out with a metal that mm-hmm. had similar characteristics to memory metal. It wasn't just like memory metal. It was like they couldn't get it perfect, but it was really close. And they had because a name for it. we don't have all the elements. That's probably that... right. We don't have all the elements on, on Earth. You know, another thing to consider, Bill, is maybe there's a group of balloons that are coming into the country. Yeah, because now they've got one spotted over Charlotte. And that's pretty, that's, that, that balloon's traveling. Uh, the Goodyear blimp can't go that fast. That's it's right. Got, uh, it's got mechanical motors. So I'm sitting there going, wait a minute now. Now, let's just say, for argument's sake, those balloons, weather balloons, can go up into the stratosphere. Mm-hmm. They technically go up into space. As a matter of fact, they put capsules on them, like space capsules, to go up. So how high up can that balloon go and then still re-enter? So could it have gone above? 
where we would normally look. They said that it was 60,000 feet in the year in Montana. Then they said over Kansas City, it was at, uh, as low as 47,000 feet. You know, airliners don't travel that high. Right. Oh, I know. Uh, they also pointed out that in North Carolina, there's Camp Lejeune, the Marine base, and there's Fort Bragg, which they is a are, they, they are doing what I thought the other day. They're geomapping everything to know where our silos are, to know exactly where our bases are, so that they can GPS their 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 missiles and bombs. This is this is the precursor for an attack because, and this goes to Taiwan. We said we would defend Taiwan. They said they're going to take it and they will go to war for it. So the only way they can go to war is if they know where to plant their their hits, and they will hit before they launch their attack. They would hit us and cripple us. So you know what? These are like. This is like mines in a shipping channel floating high above the earth right now. And I dare somebody to challenge me on it. I'd love someone to challenge me on it or, and either answer the question, verify it, or say that Bill Knight guy is an idiot. But these are like mines floating out there. And Saturday morning, Biden flew Air Force One along with Hunter, by the way. Why Hunter was on the plane is beyond me. They said it was for a personal uh, trip and it wasn't open to the press. But you made a very good point about What's in the Syracuse, New York area? Oh, yeah, you're 38 minutes from a major uh, base, military base there. Well, that has been building up for the past 15 years. They, I don't know why he would bring Hunter. <clears throat> I don't know why he would bring Hunter unless, of course, it was something to do with China. And Hunter has friends in China. So maybe there's some kind of connection there. Well, just past Syracuse, you keep going up that highway, and then you hit uh, that big river that separates St. Lawrence Seaway. Yeah, St. Lawrence Seaway. Yeah, because you got the Singer Island over there, where you know the guy that invented the Singer sewing machine. That's where his mansion was. There's a lot of cool stuff up in that area. But either way, and then you're in Canada, you know. And I'm sitting mm -hmm. here going, and a lot of this stuff floated over Canada. And Canada didn't say anything, and they knew about it. Right. You know, Trudeau is really our friend. So, and the Chinese did military exercises in where? Canada. Yeah. The other so, thing is this, Bill. What if it? What if, like I said, it's it's not one balloon. It's not two balloons. What if it's a, a dozen, a multiple? Yeah. What if it's dozens of balloons? It's a minefield up there, and these and not all of them have the same purpose. And what if? Let's say there's 10 balloons, hypothetically. Let's say nine of them are flying, one of them has a bomb in it or some kind of a weapon in it. What do you do? You don't know which one to knock down. Well, let me ask you this. Let's say that you got three of them that are, you know, they, they, they do some mapping. And they kind of drop in and out of sky everywhere. So you can't really track them. They go up and down, up and down like a yo-yo. Right. And let's say that you've got uh, another six of them that have lasers. Laser weapon. We have them. We have them now. We're mounting them on ships, and they take very, very little power. So what if they you can put, be charged by solar. What if you had a nuke, a small, dirty nuke in one of them? It doesn't have to be very the big. The isotopes up there. Yeah, and you, you, you could drop it. Look, they could, have, they could have a nation killer up there, and we don't know it. They could drop it in Washington, D.C. in a suitcase. It wouldn't even have a, a footprint, probably, as it fell, and it could do terrible damage. We have not been told the truth about what's going on. 
I'm not saying there were 10 up there or five up there. They did say two, and then they backed off on the second one because I don't think they wanted to scare us any more okay, than Okay, but last night it was in Montana. I know. And then it was where? Missouri, and then Missouri, it was in North Carolina. In North Carolina? Exactly. I don't. This thing is hauling. You know, if everybody is mad at Joe, you know, you can get the, uh, you can send something to the president. You know, you can send him a card. Everybody ought to send him a balloon card. Say, thanks, Joe. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's true. Just it's, it's a good, that's a good Send him a balloon card. Yeah. Send him you some know, balloons. Just to let him know that we know that he's an idiot. And a liar. And, and a liar. liar. Yeah. And that, you know, uh, and write China on the balloon so he knows that we yep. know that they own him. You know, that, uh, you know, maybe the guy will resign. But you know what? what I mean, the Democrats, all, all they've got. Well, are are Joe and Kamala, and the cackling hyena is not going to be uh, any better uh, in the White House. Well, they talk about Michelle Obama being in in the uh, uh, back room there, making ready to come center stage. I I can't imagine that she would be terribly popular, but they're trying to sell it. But mm -hmm. we can talk well, about that on Monday, my friend, because I think we've done our update for the day. Uh, it's still in the air, as far as we know. Unless, of course, it was shot down over Billings, Montana, and they're lying to us, which is a possibility. I'm just saying. We will uh, give you an update on Monday as to what's going on, unless, by the way, something happens tomorrow that is major. If something happens on, on Sunday that is um, important enough, I think we will probably come back, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, look, I don't know that this thing is not well... I don't know that it's not a distraction from something bigger and more evil, or it's a setup for something to come. It is a precursor for something to come. The Chinese, they think it's funny. Aha, uh -huh, your joke is funny. But they're doing it for a reason. And they've used balloons before throughout their vast history. Someone said, what if a country wanted to take over another country? Uh, historically, when they take it over, it's usually... In, in a state, a state of destruction, uh, there's been a war. Cities are destroyed, and it's you have to rebuild, and it takes a while. Wouldn't it be interesting if nowadays China figured out? Wait a second, if we fly balloons over the country and spray some kind of a poison uh, over this the cities and take out the people, and it doesn't do any damage to the infrastructure, we can walk in, clean the place up, and we own it. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of thing that I hope they're considering in the Pentagon and not sitting around like a bunch of dolts. You know, I hope they get off their butt. And they should have. I can't imagine a serious general in this situation saying, don't shoot it down. I mean, you know, you've got guys out in the field that are smart, really smart. And there's some that have been to military school and some that haven't. Military school doesn't teach you everything. You've got certain skills in you, and generally speaking, you know, like uh, being a general and being a military leader, that's an acquired skill, and that's a trade that has to be passed down. You don't learn it out of a textbook. But right. these jackasses that we have in Washington, D.C., they don't know what one general out in the field has in his own pinky. 
you know. That's and, just it. The, the generals on the in the field have actually been for brains. Well, no, the ones I'm talking about out in, uh, and, in, 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 in DC. I mean, yeah, the ones in the field have been out there doing the job, acting like military men, have been working with the troops, have been uh, really protecting our country. The guys in Washington are politicians for the most part. They are politicians in military uniforms. They don't think like the guys in the field, and that's scary. There's a disconnect between our military and these clowns in the Pentagon. And I'll leave it like that. I mean, it's a no-brainer. You hear some of the retired generals on the news program saying, we would have taken it down like that, snapping a finger, you know? Would have, yeah. It would have been gone. We would have had this thing resolved a long time ago. You wouldn't have known about it because we would have taken it up before it became an issue. So, well, everybody's got an expert on TV, the talking heads on TV. Now, some are qualified to be a talking head. Mm-hmm. Some are not. And the TV has got to do a better job of vetting them. But, you know, they're all about the story of news sensationalism. They want to evoke an emotion. They don't want to sit there and give you the facts because the facts may not lead to the, the uh, oh, my gosh, you know, reaction. They want that reaction. And the news has got to get its act together, too. We should be in total shock of what's going on. And unfortunately... Now, for, you know, people that were born, that are Chinese uh, origin, that were born here, they're going to get a bad rap. And people that are moving here, going to get a bad rap. But then again, I understand it because, you know, they've got a homeland that is doing something very, very stupid. Evil, actually. Uh, Evil, yeah. I mean, and, you know, you can't sit there and judge other people. But, you know, now... Yeah, and maybe that's maybe that's what China's wanting to do. You know, get us to sit there, oh yeah, yeah, the anti Semitism against uh, against Chinese, you know, let's 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 stir that pot. The difference is though, we've allowed with this administration, they've allowed all of this environment to to uh develop in the in our country. Right. It, whereas a, a strong administration would see a problem coming and stepped in the way of it and stopped it. And it wouldn't have been an issue. There would have been no discussion. There wouldn't have been any turmoil back and forth. This administration can't make a serious decision. I mean, they they screwed up Afghanistan. They made a dumb move on the border. They're screwing up the war in the Ukraine. And now they, they're, they're not protecting us from balloons in our country, for crying out loud. I think we could go on and on, my friend, but uh, I yeah. think we've just about wrapped this one up. Again, we will update you if we have something of, of major importance uh, tomorrow. Otherwise, we'll see you on Monday. Yeah. And can, can I request a song? What would you like to hear? 99 Loft Balloons. I'll get it to you right away. <laughs> Thank you very much. Take and care, buddy. Just keep on coming. 99.